Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live this this Thanksgiving weekend from the uh, from uh, from Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time, maybe even a little bit of turkey. Might bring you some turkey today. Put your plate up to the microphone. We'll get you some turkey, and uh, we will uh, we'll bring you all things good, all things good and yummy, good and yummy. Hey, on my right we have the uh, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Yeah, all kinds of technical difficulties. Earl is teasing you. Yeah. Oh, you here's some. Oh, 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 oh. He did it again for him. They love that song. Hit it again for him. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Uh, it's good to be back, even though I gobbled till I wobbled. Oh, boy, oh, boy, and oh, boy, I'm oh, boy. still wobbling. There are a couple of pictures, and we'll just go ahead and post them up, I guess, while we're sitting here doing the live program. And um, I copied them. They're your pictures, though. <laughs> They're the ones you posted about, uh, about uh, you know, as we would say, manja, manja, you know, eating too much at, uh, you know, at the turkey at the Thanksgiving. But it was worth it. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, go, 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 and, go. And you know what's go, go. almost as good as, and I will argue to a little bit, possibly better, leftover turkey sandwiches the next day. The flavors of the leftovers, uh-huh. I'm telling you, are better. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's got to marinate. It's uh, it's it's, and I think this is one of the reasons why. And I'm a I'm a amateur cook. Uh, I've I've uh, I've never gone to chef school, but I've cooked for I've cooked for a living before. I got you beat. I'm a professional eater. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you got me there. Um, I could tell you, uh, and having grown up in, in very ethnic households, and uh, you know, watching the way foods are cooked, it's amazing. But I think one of the reasons Thanksgiving sides and everything tastes so well is that very few of them are made the day of the event. They're made one or two days ahead of time, then refrigerated and then reheated. So all of the oils, all of yeah, all of yeah. all of the flavor crystals, if you so oh, to speak, yeah. gets into everything. And then when it's reheated, it's it's more evenly dispersed and it's yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's all gotta hang out and get happy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's when, that's when my wife makes spaghetti. Yeah. I mean, nothing, you know, real it's great. Feature, the first day. Fan, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome the next yeah. day. And the, there's leftovers, yep. and she'll typically, you know, there's enough leftovers. She'll put both the, the macaroni right. and 
the the sauce together yeah and we'll get it and say how's leftovers like great yeah and it's it's better. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's something with the with the, uh-huh. with, the with the soaking in and the flavor crystals oh, and, the, yeah. Yeah, the, and the happy flavors and yeah, yeah. It's it's all of that. It's all of that. Now it just the, the the friends of mine that we went to for Thanksgiving. Yes, tell us about your your your, your Thanksgiving uh, extraordinaire. She yeah. uh she did make gravy from the time we pulled the turkey out of the oven because she used the juices from the oh, we got from yeah. from the turkey yeah, yeah. To make the gravy. So right. I mean, she made it then and there. Yeah, nice, oh, nice. Yeah, Start with a nice little roux, you know, uh-huh. put, the, put the juices uh-huh. in. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And yeah. and the, the the I think I'm giving away her secret, but she she messed up and gave me the recipe <laughs> a little bit. Is she doesn't put a rack or anything underneath the turkey in the pan? Okay, she puts the turkey directly on there. Yes. So when I helped her lift it out, right. Some some little, little tasty bits were left behind. Yeah, yeah, and that just all got stirred into the gravy. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. There you go. I like to uh, at least for the first half mm-hmm. cook the turkey upside down, so the uh, the white meat stays in the juices, stays even stays mm. even juicier. Then to finish it, turn it back over because otherwise, if you bring a turkey out with the butt up in the air, people <laughs> yeah. are like, hey, hey, what, "What are you doing what, with this turkey?" What, yeah, 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 what's yeah, going so, on here? So yeah, and and then you get that second half finishing it off, but mm-hmm. now it's had everything you know, into it, you know, drained down into it. Yep. Um, your, and your dark meat will come out whiter that way also because the oils come out rather than collecting it. You know, mm-hmm. So, but I like, I'm, I like dark meat too. Oh I like yeah. It all. I, I like it all. Yep. I, uh, we, uh, I went to, I went up North, went up North for the, uh, for the Turkey day. Well, hold on. Let's bring in, let's bring in Kevin. Um, on my left, the, uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell is suffering from tryptophan overdose at the moment. So he, uh, he uh, he may be in. He may not be in. He may be in. He may not be in. I'm not. You know, normally he's gone with a. He's got some client. He's got some call mm-hmm. out. I think this was just he had a. It's. I think it was a little, <laughs> little, little turkey overdose is what he got going on there. So, well, uh, I was almost the same way. Almost. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, I uh, getting getting up the second or third time today was hard. <laughs> you know. <it> was, <laughs> I'm still, oh yeah, I I turned off all my alarms. Yeah. You know, because I've got an alarm set up to automatically. You know, certain time yep. every weekday. And Wednesday night, I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, let me turn that off." Tomorrow's a weekday, but I ain't going to work. I but slept in. There you go. Well, but, you know, slept in half an hour longer than normal. Right, right. I still, my body's on that clock, whether the alarm goes off or not. Between the nap after Thanksgiving dinner, the nap after Thanksgiving leftovers on Friday, mm-hmm. then then getting up today to come here every because of all that, all that food and all that tryptophan. Each time I got up, it was like. Like coming out of a tranquilizer dart, you know. It was. It's. I don't feel it was ever quite fully awake from any of them. Uh, you know, even driving here, you're like, is this real? Is what, what, what day is today? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So I went to. Uh, I went to visit family in uh, up north in the in the, in the Great White uh, North in New York, and um, New York City. New York City is where I went. Where I went. Oh, and um, listen, listen. Um, you guys know me. You, you hear me say it all the time. You'll never, you'll never catch me, uh, catch me dead in a gun-free zone. <laughs> um, and um, let's just say that uh, uh, I, I was able to put my hands on some steel as soon as I got, ah. out, got, out, got off the plane. Okay, let's just uh-huh. say that. Let's you, just leave it at you, that. You know, you know a guy. Huh? Know a guy. Know a guy. guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, leaving it behind was like uh, lock it in this box. Put the key underneath the mailbox. Put the backpack behind the desk. You know, it was like okay. You know, oh. I just well, I had to leave early. They didn't want to get up that early to you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, you uh, you you have to uh, you have to you have to you know do what you have to do to protect yourself and protect your family. Uh, you know, so uh, 
Although giving them that much turkey might not have been wise. <laughs> we were all slow targets at that point. <laughs> hey, buddy, give me your wallet. You reach for it. I can't. It's behind me. I can't get to it. You know, I can't reach it. No, it's it's it was a good good holiday weekend, uh, and it's and it's still in the midst of it. We still got a day and a half left of this oh, day. Yeah, yeah. So so working our way through. Um, hey, we got some good uh, good show planned for you. Um, if uh, if Major Bill is out of his trip to Fancoma, we should be hearing from him next hour. We have uh, Chad from Next Level Training is going to be joining us uh, later this hour. Um, we've got some some TSA tales. I think we're going to talk about. We've got uh, <laughs> some red flag news. Um, we've got some uh, some Supreme Court. You know, uh, you know, case coming up that we want to hit you one more time with. So we've got uh, you got some got some decent stories. We're gonna we're gonna be throwing at you, and um, I I don't know. I don't know how it hasn't happened yet. I think maybe the reporters might be asleep from the trip to Van too. I don't. I haven't seen a Florida man story for Thanksgiving yet. Have not seen one. Yeah, no telling. No guy trying to smuggle one out naked. You know, smoking a turkey out well, naked or anything well, like that. Or? We 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 do we do have a Florida man uh, trying to smuggle something oh. onto the plane. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess that's technically a Florida man story. You're yeah. right. You're right. It's not a Florida man with a turkey story, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, hey, so stick around. We got more program coming back for you after the break. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, for those of you just joining us, you know, welcome back to the program. Uh, you know, we hope you had a great, uh, great turkey day. We did just post up a couple of pictures on the old Facebook site. What's the Facebook site there, Earl? It's uh, Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio. I don't know why that confuses me every time. Nah, I don't I know, know. Every, every time. I want to. I want to go the opposite way with that. So, so take out there some pictures there. Post up your favorite uh, funny, uh, you know, turkey day pictures, and uh, we'll send them up for you. Also, there's one on there where I really like a picture. Just don't, don't, don't be taking my, don't be taking that last, last slice of sweet potato pie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Especially you got warned. Exactly right. Hello, nine one one. Yeah, <laughs> my cousin be taking the last piece of sweet potato pie. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, we're going to talk to you a little bit about uh, the the TSA, uh, the Transportation Security Administration. And uh, as you know, if you've listened to us for any length of time, uh, we give these guys no slack. <laughs> you know, listen, uh, we, we want you to obey the law. We yes. want you to, uh, to know the right thing and do the right thing. Unfortunately, with the TSA, there's no real guidelines for that. You know, you, you, you get told, don't bring a gun, don't bring a knife, don't bring, a, don't bring anything uh, flammable, which, well, by the way, everything is flammable. I, which I hate that one, but you know, it just drives me nuts. You have anything flammable, sir? Well, I'm flammable if you want to know the truth. <laughs> and so's my bag, and so's my clothes, and apply, so are my shoes. You apply know? enough heat. Yeah. yeah, I believe you mean combustible is what you want to know, yeah. not flammable. But uh-huh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll say that. That's the problem. Is is the TSA only has guidelines? They don't really have <laughs> yeah, hard it. rules. Right. Yeah. They're they're kind of like, um, and I I get where this comes from with the ATF. They the the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Uh, agency, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, that they get uh, they get told what to do via uh, interpretation, via legal memorandum. Yeah, you know they don't they don't follow a statute or a directive. Uh, 
for, you know, they do follow, you know, the, the, the codified federal regulations, but over years, over time, somebody will interpret it differently. So they'll put down a legal interpretation and say, interpret it this way. Mm-hmm. And that might be different now from region to region, agent to agent, uh, uh, you know, inspector to inspector. And it, and it drives people in the industry nuts. You know, we just, you know, we all know when they tell you something, just nod your head and say, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. If it's absolutely different than the boss just told you yesterday, okay, just nod your head, just nod your head because they're all, they're all playing catch up as well. Um, TSA, they do this, but it's based out of more, what's the word I'm looking for? Incompetence. <laughs> you know, they, they yeah. you, know, you know, it's, it's, uh, and listen, there's a great batch of people there, and I've told you this before. Why I'm I'm, I'm gonna I have no problem jamming on them is is that when DHS was created and TSA was created back in o three o four, one of President Bush's things was nobody was going to lose their job. So all those people that were basic security guards, ABC security company that allowed nine eleven to happen, based yeah. on based on their ineptitudes, uh-huh. they were given jobs with TSA. Oh, so the boy. same clowns are there, just wearing a different uniform. Yeah. And now they're civil service, federal employees. You can't get rid of them. Now, now it's 15, 16 years later. They're in middle or upper management. And uh, you could see their policies uh, you know, d- divesting uh, throughout the agency. So um, what we have out of Orlando this past week in their week in review. And they, they, they're trying to make this sound funny also. And I don't know about you, but when, the T, when I get the TSA telling me things, I'm not looking for humor in them. Yeah, I'm looking for this. Is, this happened. This is not allowed. Don't do this. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need. A, I don't need you to go ha ha on me. Yeah, black and white, cut and dry. There you go. TSA officers. TSA officers discovered two high capacity magazines in an infant's toy at the Orlando International Airport that was made to look factory sealed. And by the way, if you're writing this, you should learn the proper way to write because according to that sentence, the Orlando International Airport was made to look factory sealed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they want to break. I think they want to break open the shrink wrap on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We can't get anybody in, sir. The airport's brand new. It's been factory sealed. Yeah, yeah. But and, and I have a problem with this, and it could be you know, it, it. Who knows where the breakdown is? It could be from the TSA reporting information right. or this particular reporter. Uh, what high capacity magazine? Yeah, we uh, don't have any are, of that. Are we talking about a standard capacity AR fifteen thirty round magazine? Correct. Or are we talking about a standard capacity double stack nine millimeter Glock 17, 17 round magazine? Yeah. Right. I have, uh, I've seen it before. You and I have traveled together. We have taken prototype parts across the country together. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we know that the definition of firearm in the state is, in most states, is anything that can make a, a gun, a projectile come out via explosive action. Yeah. Uh, the, the federal government goes a little further and says it's that. Plus, the serial numbered part is the technical firearm. Mm-hmm. That's the part you have to do the, the background check on. Yeah, that's when you buy a receiver or, or, or a frame or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I have traveled with, in fact, I remember going to New Jersey and picking up some old surplus, and it was 1911 slides. Okay. And they were, uh, they were out of spec and ended up turning them into um, business card holders on a desk. Oh, yeah. I remember that project. Okay. And, but it was a gun part. Right, and it's a firearm part. Right, and TSA will tell you. First off, you can't bring that through the 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 hand carry line. Don't bring that through the hand yeah, carry line. Carry on bag. Yeah, carry on. Thank you. You have to bring. The, you have to check that. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't about to check non firearm parts with the attendants there at the at the airport. The, the 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 airlines personnel. Right. It's not a firearm. It's not a firearm. Nothing it, about it goes boom. It's a hunk of metal. It's a hunk of metal that goes onto a firearm. 
So I put a big note in there. I put them in a box, put a note on it. And remember, I did a little, it was a little notebook, and it said, Dear TSA, this is not a firearm. This is your guidelines for what a firearm is. This is not. <laughs> this is a part. But even if you're not concerned, even if that's not enough for you, here's a copy of a federal firearms license that they're on the way to. Yeah. And uh, when we got back, we opened up the bags, and it uh, it said, uh, it clearly had been opened and read through, and uh and they were, they were evidently they were okay with it. They put one of those. We we looked at your bags and yeah, it was all right. <laughs> so, but they they're remember they're not all gun people. They're there to oh yeah, they're there to to, to stop stop uh, you know terrorism and theft and and, and drug smuggling a hundred different ways. You know, guns is just one of them. Yeah, and, and and also too, it I personally have experienced that uh, dealing with agents that have more gun knowledge than the other. Yes, uh, one of them it was coming back from shot show right. Uh, ended up, I, I d- started my return trip later than I had planned to, so I was much more hurried and forgot to empty out my carry-on bag right. that I'd been using to walk around Shot Show right. and collect different uh, swag giveaways and yeah. stuff like that. You know, like I think it was uh, particular as a grip, maybe a couple grips and charging handles. Okay, you know, AR parts, and I forgot and left them in the bag. Right, and I'm talking to somebody and. I can see them going through the x-ray machine and, you know, the, the agents are conferring and I'm like, Oh, somebody, wait a minute. That's my bag. Oh, <laughs> crap. Dang it. Yep. Yep. Just what I need. You know, I'm running late for the plane and yeah. now I'm getting held up. And yep. He went over and looked at it and, you know, you know, I don't remember he asked me some questions ahead of time. I was like, no, go ahead. And he opened it up and it's still brand new in the packaging. You know, he sees two grips yeah. and two charging handles. Like, oh, somebody's building something nice, huh? Okay. You know, have a nice day. Yeah. Right. Like, cool. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Th- just like this story here. This story is about two high capacity magazines and I hear high capacity magazine. You know what I think? I think a hundred round drum. Yeah. That's what I think. Two beta mags. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's going to be a big, I mean, I do it's have to admit, yeah. I do have to admit it, do, there, it, it, this does have some nefariousness right. sounding to it. If they're trying to hide it in an infant's toy. Right. So, well, yeah. And now listen, I could you know, follow me along with this. This is, this is, listen, I got two magazines I want to take to the other end, but I'm not paying for a checked bag because a checked bag is $60. Mm, okay. So, so mm. let's see, they're not a firearm part. It's a firearm accessory. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, so let's see if we can get them in this guy. Just so you got, you know, the TSA, they, of course they freaked. Oh my goodness. Two magazines that were, Put inside a child's toy. Um, they called the police over, and police over went. Police said, uh, "Yeah, you need to put that in a check bag." Uh, and yeah. they, they, oh, okay, yeah, you can get back on the plane now. You can get back yeah. on the plane. I mean, this is, this is, you know, the way they write this story is like saying somebody put one of those large grab bags of M and M's and they hid it in a loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this. Is a, it uh, was determined that yeah. the magazines were empty and did not have any ammunition. Uh, that's what an empty magazine <laughs> yeah, that's, is. Yeah, that's, it doesn't have yeah. ammo. Well, you know, the, like you said, according to this reporter, you know, the the Orlando International Airport was made to look factory sealed. So, yeah, yeah. This this reporter's not so great with that stuff. So, so listen. Um, we get back uh, next segment. Uh, we should have uh, we should have Chad from Next Level Training with us. Chad! So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And uh, if if not, the standby after that is we're going to give you some tips. Things we we told you things not to bring on the airplane with TSA. Now we have what a, you could. a little bit of checklist of certain actions. Yeah. Things you yeah. shouldn't be doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should. Like one of the things is don't talk about your, your grandfather who was a bombardier during the war, you know, <laughs> or how, how you went to a movie last night and it was the bomb. You know, you should, we know that stuff, right? You know, we've all seen that movie, but. Uh, you the bomb, man. No, you the bomb. <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah, hey, don't, don't whoa. be doing that. So. Huh? so stick around. We got more show coming up for you after the break.
Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. We uh, we are joined on the line. We're just going to jump right in because we got plenty of story to talk about with them. We are joined on the line by our by our good friend Chad with uh, Next Level Training and Green Star Tactical. Chad, welcome back to the program, sir. Well, thank you. It's been way too long. It has been way too long. It's uh, it's, you know, we've been like uh, like a month, six weeks, something like that. We need to we need to get we need to step up our game. We need to make this happen. I think so. We need to make so. make this happen. So. Uh, before we get into it up there, how was uh, how was the Turkey Day? How was Thanksgiving? Uh, did you get to spend time with family, or were or were you out putting innocent people in jail? No, I actually I was off Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we didn't do anything on that day. We're uh, as soon as we're done with the show here, we're heading over to family for Thanksgiving today. Oh, look at he's he's double tapping, Earl. He's double. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, is this uh-huh. is this like a celebration of leftovers, or is this all over again? Nope, this is all fresh. I hate all you. Fresh. I hate you. <laughs> Earl, we're gonna have to do it tomorrow. I'll send you, I'll send you pictures. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to do it tomorrow then, Earl. I just we're gonna have to do it. <laughs> do it again. Uh, so, uh, sh- you sure you should be driving in the weather up there in uh, Green Bay or excuse me in Wisconsin? It looks like it's getting a little uh, a little uh, white outside. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's still very where I'm at. We're uh, south of Green Bay, so we didn't get a whole lot. Just a little bit of dusting on the cars. None of it stuck on the roads here, but it, it looks like we're going to be we're up for a few more inches here, maybe. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> way 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 up north, they're talking 15 inches. We're not oh. getting any of that. Oh. Yeah, Mike and I know how you feel. We're going to have to be careful driving home. It's probably going to be like a foot yeah. of foot of sunshine down here. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got those alligators. You got to watch out for that. <laughs> whatever you have. That's true. I like to take a turkey and put it in an alligator's mouth before I roast it. It's, oh, a, it's like a whole different yeah. flavor. That's, yeah. that's a different spin on a yeah. turducken, huh? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Getting it back is a pain. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Exactly right. That's the truth. Uh, hey, uh, Chad, you had uh, you had some, uh, you had some uh, let, let's call it um, incidents with uh, firearms and the start of hunting season up there. Yep. Deer hunting, uh, we're, um, I, I'm not a big hunter myself, so I don't know all the details on the, the seasons, but uh, nine days into deer hunting season, uh, we've had four, and I hate to use the word accidental, but they are four accidental shootings. Fortunately, none of them are fatal. Right. I, I know the, uh, the the first three were, um, they were pretty clear were accidents. The last one, the fourth one, they they went out looking for the uh, the, the alleged, uh, you know, the guilty person, the, the shooter. I guess to figure out if this was a uh, you know purposeful or not, and I get it looks, looks thankfully like not, listen, not that getting shot is a thankful thing at all, but that that right. was also an accident. Um, um, listen, uh, the rules of uh, gun safety for hunting uh, don't change when you hunt, as opposed to when you reg- carry no. a regular firearm. Am I correct? No, that's right. They, the same basic four rules you got to follow those, and, and that'll cut down any of these. And, and like you said, that last the last one, I don't have all the details on that yet. If it's very rare that we have intentional shootings uh, during hunting season. It's uh, the the people that have their guns go off mysteriously or yeah, a yeah. stray bullet, right? A stray bullet misses its target and finds somebody else. The um, from what I was able to read there, uh, it looks like two of the hunters. And listen, let's let's again let's talk about the four rules. But two of the hunters, they shot themselves in the foot, um, and and ironically, it was all in the left foot. So I'm guessing it was a. They were right-handed hunters, you know, like, probably. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, and, and you could probably paint a picture in your mind watching uh, somebody in their blaze orange walking through with their their rifle pointing down towards the left as they're walking, and and uh, the nefarious keeping your finger off the trigger. Um, you got a loaded rifle because hunting with an unloaded rifle is a lot less effective. But uh, unless you're really close so and you can beat them with it, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, about then it, yeah. Uh, you know the the old butt stroke to the head move. There you go. But, exactly uh, right. <laughs> exactly right. But yeah, so so you can just see them walking through, and their their fingers on the trigger, safety's off on the rifle, and uh, they step wrong or trip or whatever the case is, and their their finger flinches and pulls that trigger and puts around through your foot. It's uh, you know, listen, I've seen it uh, many times. I know you have, Chad. I'm sure Earl, you've seen it as well. It, it's a uh, it's an automatic reflex. If uh, when when one part of the body clinches and tightens, the rest of the part, the rest yeah. of the body clinches clinches and tightens. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, if you the sympathetic muscle movement there. that's right that's right sympathetic yeah. muscle reflex yep um yeah. so if you yeah. if you're walking along like chad said and you step in a hole and your uh, your finger's already on the trigger with the safety off because you know you don't want the deer to get the drop on you uh well guess what happens you, you your foot goes down your whole body tightens your hand tightens your grip tightens boom 30-06 through the foot you know is what you get and uh they're not hunting with 22s no. you know? <laughs> not no. the not the deer you guys got up there, you know. The deers no, you got up there, you, you could hunt with tracked vehicles. You know, you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have real deer up here, not like uh, the deer down there, the size of a greyhound dog or 
Listen, you uh, you laugh, but we uh, we we have a coyote problem down here, and as I re- understand, forty nine states have coyote problems now. I'm guessing yeah. probably uh, Hawaii is the only one that doesn't. Probably, <laughs> um, and uh, and um, there's there's plenty of times where I'm where, where you go out there and you're like, oh man, look, I gotta, I gotta nail these coyotes, and you're like, is that a, wait, is that a coyote or a deer? Coyote or a deer? <laughs> yeah, because they're the same size and the same shade. Yeah, I, my my very yeah. first time seeing a deer in the wild, sitting in a tree stand hunting. Sitting there, you know, it was a late afternoon, kind of killing time in the stand, talking with my uncle. You know, it's a big enough stand. We're sitting yeah. there together, facing each other, you know, looking over each other's shoulder. And I see a deer walk around. And my first thought is like, who let their dog out? <laughs> oh, wait yeah. a minute. That's a deer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I hunted in North Carolina for two years and, and I had the same thought. I thought, you know, it takes a couple of those things to make a sandwich. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Going to need a few of those. Make a mess of them. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's go over these rules of gun safety. First is first one: we treat all guns as if they're loaded. Listen, if you treat all right. guns as if they're loaded, do you think you shoot yourself in the foot accidentally? No, no, no. You, in, in you the shouldn't. Going out hunting, you, right. you typically have it loaded when you're going out hunting. So right, right there. That, that's a gimme. So number two kind of covers the next part. Never let your muzzle cover anything that you're not willing to destroy. So you know what? If you know you're carrying it loaded because you are hunting, don't point it at your foot. Exactly. So if, if you're walking with it, you should never let it pass over your foot, your leg, the guy in front of you, anything like that. Anything like that. Yeah, you, you've got that imaginary laser that comes out of the front and, and make sure that's not pointing at you or somebody else. That's exactly it. Exactly. The, one of the other shootings was a man shot at a running, uh, a running deer and then hit another woman in a tree stand or something like that. So right, and yeah. uh, and that, that that goes to knowing your target and what's beyond it. Exactly if you're right. Chasing, chasing down a, a running deer, then you're not going to know what's behind it the whole time because you get that tunnel vision and you start blasting away, not not knowing what's going on. Yeah, listen, this guy could have been a great shot. You know, listen, you, he's shooting a sure. he's shooting a thirty out six through a through you know through the through the neck or the lungs of a uh, of a deer, and it goes right through and uh, hits the woman in the stand uh, on the next ridge. You know, because yeah, that's what high power bullets do. Uh, and that's why Chad said, number four, be sure of your target and what lies beyond it, especially in hunting season. What's the number, Chad? I, try, I, I Listen, I, I guesstimate. I, last numbers I heard were Wisconsin has more registered hunters than we have, you know, soldiers in the Army or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. You put, uh, if you were to get all the armed hunters together, we'd definitely be able to take care of any war. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we jump jump back on here. Keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on the target and you've made the decision to shoot. You can, folks, you can see how these all play together. These all play together. So you know, listen, especially you hunters out there. And I know it's hunting season for you know, everywhere around the southeast has started somewhere in the week, last two weeks. So you know, make sure you stay safe. Stay safe with this. You don't want to you don't want to end up shooting somebody or getting shot because of stupidity going on out there. Uh, Chad, yeah, about, about with, a, with everybody wearing the the blaze orange stuff, they should be really easy to see, and that's why they wear it. Exactly, exactly right, exactly right. Uh, Chad, about a, about a minute, minute and a half left. We got shot show coming up yeah. in about uh, about forty five days. Uh, what's uh, what's going on with next level training? Well, again, uh, we still, we got the three twenty, the Sig three twenty. That um, I don't think it's still out there, but we're really hoping we're really pushing for that, and should be able to get a real good look at the. Uh, new ar bolt and uh, hopefully a little little sturdier and and a certain person won't be breaking that one while showing that one. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah it was I, a prototype it was a prototype it was okay yeah that that uh <laughs> yeah that uh that yeah listen folks this new ar bolt for this for this uh 
for the for the AR for Next Level Training is ridiculous. Um, Chad, how do people uh, get a hold of Next Level Training, and how do they get a hold of you at Green Star? Uh, nextleveltraining.com, and you can select whatever model, whatever you want from there, and, and all kinds of training that they got on the website that uh, is free to anybody, and uh, greenstartactical.com. Or uh, you can email me at chad at greenstartactical. If you're in the Wisconsin area, I got a, a CCW class coming up in a couple weeks here, so hit me up and we'll get you in there. Jump on it, folks. You hear how to do it. Chad, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll definitely have you back again before shot. So, uh, so stay safe up there Absolutely. and safe drive tomorrow, today. All right. Thank you, sir. Take care. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Mobile. Now nah, we're here. We're today. today in the Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, I heard uh, 
On the break, uh, Chad called us back. Chad wanted to give you the update. In, in fact, I guess uh, he'd been uh, somebody was listening to him from the Department of Natural Resources up there in Wisconsin, and uh-huh. they called him. Yeah, they called him during the break and, and wanted us to know that the uh, the last the last shooting. Because remember, we had the uh, we had the one uh, attempted uh, running. Uh, they shot a running uh, deer and uh, yeah. hit the hit the woman. And the other two people shot themselves in the foot, and they were described as adult males. By the way, I think that's polite. If you shoot yourself in the foot, describing yourself as an adult male. Uh, <laughs> Adult moron, you know, is what it yeah, should be, yeah, right? Pretty much. Um, Chad said uh, confirmation the latest shooting was not a stray bullet. It was a case of not being sure of your shot. Yeah, so, didn't know what the target was. He exactly just, right. He shot at movement. Yep, yep. Exactly right. So that's uh, that's that's what happened. So we uh, we 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 are giving you giving you guys the updates and. Um, and now it's time to move on to our next story. Hey, we are we're going to hit you with. Uh, we told you we were going to talk to you about. Um, TSA, TSA indicators, there's uh, there's 12 indicators, and these are, yeah, I guess you could think, you know, some could be considered normal behavior. I don't know. We'll, we'll go through it as we talk about it. Well, I got number but, one. Uh, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yawning. Yawning. Um, I don't know how yawning is considered an indicator. These are 12 behaviors that might cause TSA to tab you as a terrorist threat. I, It, it does not tell us how. And I'm going to try and give you all my... Years of experience. Um, I'm trying to, you know, give you everything that I know, and I, I trained a lot of these guys. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I'd I be was, bragging about that. I was doing this stuff before it was it was stuff to be done. <laughs> you know, um, you trying to say you were cool before it was cool. You, you know, and I did it in another realm with uh-huh. different kind of restricted areas, and um, it's um, yawning. You, you, you know, yawning is a sign of for the most part. Uh, tired. Yeah, you know it's it's a comfort. It's a sign of comfort as well. And 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 I, I know what they're trying to say here. Well, that you've made your, you've predetermined what you're going to do. So if you're yawning, you must be comfortable with your demise. Huh? Because that's that's one of the indicators we would look for in terrorists. Uh, is is well, among amongst other things. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you all of them. Um, because there are things that I don't want you to put together. Um. But yawning was one of those because it meant comfort with accepting the fact that they were about to, you know, go to Allah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see how that is getting up at six o'clock in the airport, uh, you know, or being there for a six o'clock flight. You know, you're dragging along your, your your young kids. You guys got a little bit of sleep. It was a holiday weekend. You're up too late. I don't see how yawning is is a bad thing. And by the way, they don't say combined with anything else. The TSA just says if you yawn. You might be a terrorist. This is like bad Jeff Foxworthy. You know, this is hey, you might be a terrorist if you yawn. No, no, not at all, not at all. So we're gonna we're gonna say uh, discounting number one, um, number two. Okay, if you appear to be in disguise. All right. Well, um, well, if it's a good one, how <laughs> yeah, do you know? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You show up in your. I'm sorry, um, President Lincoln. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No. I mean. If you're wearing a crappy design, that's that's good. By the way, if you're flying in and around holidays where it's okay to dress up as I don't know, uh, you know, costumes on uh, Halloween, uh, or you want to dress up as uh, <laughs> as baby uh, baby New Year Ooh. or Santa Claus uh, or the Easter Bunny, don't dress up and wear a costume <laughs> to the airport. Yeah, take an early enough flight, you can change into your costume once you land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Benjamin Franklin would have been subjected to additional search because the TSA lists almanacs as a suspicious item. Really? An almanac? An almanac. Evidently an almanac. So if you're a farmer, 
and you want to uh, get up to speed on uh, what's going on with yeah. the old farmer's almanac, you could be a corn terrorist or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> a wheat terrorist. You know? Yeah, th- this next one, I don't, I don't see how this could be a, a warning sign. You know, arriving late or close to departure time and not knowing where you're going. Uh, really? That's anybody that could, especially traveling around the holidays, especially, yeah. you know, it's, you know, I'm going to visit relatives up North. I have never been to that airport airport before. I don't know where I'm going. Right. I don't know what gate number. I mean, yeah. I know what gate number. I don't know where that gate's at. Right. I don't know how far down it is. So yeah, I want to get there exactly. as quick as possible. I don't know if it's a hundred yards around the corner or a half a mile, like I'm in Atlanta or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mm. that, that, that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, you know, oh, you're running late. We got to keep an eye on you. Again, some of these, Duh. when combined with other things, yeah, yes. Yeah, I can see a combination. Right. But I don't see being late to your gate and yawning being a combination <laughs> of anything that makes sense. Yeah, I woke up late. <laughs> I'm late and I'm tired. <laughs> Widely open staring eyes are a potential mark of a terrorist. Uh, Earl, I, don't, I mean, I listen, I look around a lot. You look around a lot. We all look around, uh, folks, if you're listening to us, you, you're aware of your surroundings all the oh, time. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, standing there like a, with my head, uh, you know, two feet above the crowd with my eyes open, darting around. Yeah. Looking like a, like a lunatic, like, like, you know? like a, like a prairie dog. Yeah, exactly. I'm not prairie dogging. Good call. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely not. If you look like Adam Schiff at the airport yeah, with your eyes yeah, uh-huh. banged wide open, sitting there with your head on a bobblehead. Yeah. That. Well, well, we know he's a domestic terrorist. We know that. He's yeah. trying to take down a government official. The the only thing I could consider that I might be, you know, wide wide open staring eyes is <laughs> I'm running late, I'm tired, but I managed to get a bunch of coffee on yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. It's kicking in. Yeah, that's listen, that's part of the next one, gazing down. Uh you could la- could land you in hot water, so gaze forward in the middle distance at times, but don't gaze down. What but you know what? We also tell people don't make eye contact with people so you don't have to confront angry people in a line. So guess what you do? <laughs> look down. Don't well, look can, away. Don't look at them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, should I look up? So, so wh- I can look which, up, which, but don't yawn. Which, you way, know? which way am just, I looking? Uh, nothing shouts your guilt like excessive throat clearing. Also, <coughs> um, nothing shouts I have a cold from traveling in the cold like excessive throat clearing. <coughs> <laughs> Uh, this is, well, I don't have to worry about number <sighs> nine. This is, this is one of the ones that I was, I was, I was referring to earlier. Um, beware of men with pale shave faces. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of the indicators before a terrorist would commit the act was if they were, you know, the dirty, nasty cave dwellers or no matter where they lived, mm-hmm. they would wear a clean set of clothes. They would shave. They would uh, bathe themselves in whatever regional cologne was available, a lot of it, okay, um, because they were pre- presenting themselves to Allah. That's because when they they ever however how they looked at the time of uh, Kabui Kaplui is how uh-huh. they look when they got there. So mm. if you would see, you know, we'd see a guy run running down the road with the with the well weighed down car. You know, it's a 92 POS, but it's got brand new tires and the guy's got a clean shave wearing a clean uh, turban or excuse me, a clean, uh, you know, man dress. Then we knew this Uh, this guy's, he's he's, got a whole bunch of indicators. He's wanting to do something. Yeah. Yeah. He got a whole bunch of indicators. Just seeing a dude that shaved does not mean alone that you're going to be there. Uh, Well, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to worry about that either way. Listen to this one. You should all know uh, if you're, if you're, if you're 90 degrees outside and somebody's wearing an overcoat, yeah. You may want to 
You might want to back away from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're going near a bank or a, a, an airplane. Or... I'm a local. I'm sweating. Yeah. Why has he got a raincoat on? Yep, yep. Uh, it might not be the worst thing to remove people who make excessive complaints about the screening process from the line. What's the hold up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, these people are just bad because they're going to incite, you know, uh, displeasure and, and, and riots and that kind of thing. I've told you folks here about a time before where I had to grab the head of the of the, uh, the assistant federal director for law enforcement at one of these facilities and tell them your guys are screwing the pooch in here. They're, you got TSA officers inciting the riot So <laughs> uh, based on their actions. Um, and I don't understand this one unless you're playing poker. Whistling as the individual approaches the screening process. So whistling bad, humming good, humming all right. Singing acapella, okay. Well, not your singing. Operatic? I've, I've heard that. You know, maybe no, something no, like that? No? No? All right. No. All right. So uh, take those with a grain of salt if you do, folks. I think it's just another example of uh, the wisdom that TSA has for all of us. Um, you know, listen, there's a couple of things we say all the time. Uh, if you're not ready, get ready. If you already stay ready. That's the kind of thing you should be doing at, I don't know, a checkpoint. Uh, Earl, Earl's got a little slogan that's pretty good, uh, you know, for uh, for when you're walking around a checkpoint in a, in a critical area. Yeah, keep your head on a swivel. Uh, that's important. That's important. And on, on mine is the only one that you cannot do at an airport because you're restricted. So uh, <laughs> you can't you can't exercise your second amendment rights responsibly in an airport because you're restricted. You're disarmed. Yep. Uh, but for now, until we see you next break, exercise your second amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
with Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us the rest of the way here. And uh, listen, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to introduce you to everybody else in the room with me. I'm going to start off on my right with my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approved memos. Leader workshop. Remember birthdays. Man, that six minutes just flies by. It sure does. I remember it used to seem like forever. I uh, I had to type something real quick, and uh, and uh, I I didn't even I, listen. I didn't get a chance to check my, my phone. Didn't go go to the look. I got to look at the Facebook page. I want to see what the responses were. We had uh, I can't do any of it. I can't do any of it. <laughs> I can't do none of it here. Just sat here. It just happened so quick. Yeah. Um. So it's uh it's 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 ridiculous. It is. It happens very quick. But you know what? It's great to be back with the folks and listeners, folks. It's great to be back with you. Uh, hey. Uh. Normally sitting on the left with us would be the would be the uh, attorney extraordinaire, the, uh, the 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 legal ninja, maximum effort uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But he's a uh, he's down to the trip to fame. He is uh, he's out, he's down, he's down. He's got a got a turkey leg on his on his throat. He can't get up. Got a, got the carcass <laughs> laying on his chest. Got his feet in some stuffing. <laughs> Cranberry behind the ears. He just can't get up. He I'm going over up. to his house. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'm not eating that part. Though. I mean the stuff that's still on the table, not the stuff that Kevin went swimming in. <laughs> you know, he'll do that stuff. Uh, oh boy, oh boy. Um, hey, uh, um, I, I know it's a little bit off of gun stuff, but did how about the how about the trolling by President Trump this week? <laughs> <laughs> right. That was awesome. That that's the sad thing though is so much of it you will not hear in in mainstream media. Listen, he uh, he he went. If you didn't hear this already, he went to Afghanistan to um um. I guess he went to the capital to Kabul. It looks like at one point, but he went to a Bagram Air Base. Bagram Air Base is where the uh, there's two giant air bases in um, in Afghanistan. Uh, Bagram being the older of the two, then Kandahar in the south being the other one. Um, Bagram is like, listen, you walk into Bagram Air Base and you'd think you were at uh, you know McDill or something like that or uh, off it. You know, it just you have no idea that you're you're in Afghanistan. This base has been there for 15, 16, 17 years now. It's so so overdeveloped and there's so much there. Yeah. It's, it's a giant active duty base, is what it is. What what's the uh, base that's in Germany? Ramstein. Ramstein. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. Yeah, I was to say Bagram is probably second only. Bagram's bigger. Bagram's bigger. Oh wow. Bagram's okay. huge. Bagram's ridiculously big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is Kandahar. They're both just ridiculously big. Uh, and of course, you know, because that's how they're, you know, somebody laid them out. They put them, you know, right at the base of a couple of mountains, so you know, people could throw rockets at them every once in a while and hmm. keep keep things lively. Good thinking there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. We we would get to bases and posts and fobs and go, who picked this place? <laughs> <laughs> Can we not have some you know some uh, you know have the, the the height advantage here sometimes? Well, we don't want to have to climb up the hill. Well, we do. We will. Uh, we'd we'd love to have the uh, the high ground here once in a while. But yeah, it would be nice. Anyway, so he uh, the president goes down to uh, I guess he goes down to the the south the southern White House down there in uh, Mar-a-Lago, and uh, sends a. A fake convoy yes. to the golf resort. Mm-hmm. Instead, go gets on an unmarked Air Force plane, uh, flies back to 
uh, uh, to a, uh, it was at Andrews Air Force Base there in Maryland. They get on the other Air Force One, uh, you know, the backup Air Force One, and then they fly over. So they've left the original Air Force One. This is how I understand it went down. Original Air Force One is sitting on the tarmac down there in Palm Beach International. Okay. Uh, they Everybody thinks that the president has gone to go do golfing. Yeah. They take an unmarked jet back to Andrews to the other Air Force One that's always kept in a hangar secretly. Mm. They, they, they take off on that one in the middle of the night. This time they don't fly over England like they did last time, you know, <laughs> and, and got they got busted when they went to Iraq. If you remember that from last year. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they took some uh, some uh, some some secretive routes, and uh, I guess everybody on the plane didn't even know all the reporters until ten minutes before touching down in Afghanistan where they were going. Ah. And they took all their for the whole ride, took their communications devices from them. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, you ain't yeah. leaking nothing. That's not a short ride either. No. Uh, and they didn't give everything back to them until after they left Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was. If uh, if it was as secretive as uh, George W. Bush did, not only oh did, yeah, going did into he, the Iraq, did he yeah. not tell his parents. Yeah, I remember seeing something on TV where they yeah. were they were interviewing the pilot from yeah. Air Force One. Yep, and I don't remember it was so secretive. Yeah, he said for many hours. Yeah, they didn't even have an escort. Yeah. That 747 was out there in the air alone and all by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, one, you know, with it, within five minutes of keying up the yeah. mic, yeah. you know, the, the, the thunder will be brought down from the mountain, yeah. but still that's going to be a long five minutes. Now I recall from that story, uh, I'm trying to remember who told us this story when, um, when the air force one was going into Iraq with president Bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, the air force one called the tower to request landing, you know, cause their air force one expect to be cleared out. And the young lady, uh, yes. you know, young, young sergeant, young yes. senior airman waved him off. Said, no, stand by, sir. We have wounded went on an aircraft. We're trying to get out of here. Yeah. Put and, it, put air force one in a holding right. pattern. And and the pilot said, <laughs> you're, you're aware of the passenger we have here. <laughs> yeah. And she I said, am. and that's exactly what she said. She said, yeah. And I guess panic started to, you know, oh, oh, you know, they landed safely <laughs> and the and the wounded got off and they got out to Germany, you know, on, on, you know, and everybody was great. She did a wonderful job and they heard that the president wanted to come up to the tower. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And that's exactly what happened. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. My career is over. Yeah, yeah, my, it, my career is non-existent. Yep. Not over. It, it never even started. And, uh, president Bush walked in W walked in to the, uh, to the tower and said, which one of you kept my plane in the air while you were getting that other plane out of here full of wounded? And she raised her hand and said, I did, sir. And came over and said, outstanding job. I gave her a hug and, and, and coined her and said, we love soldiers the same. You know? And everybody else was like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 you were you know, sinking in your seat. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm done. I'll I'm tell done. you what, and you know, listen, and that that just shows how much he loved uh, our soldiers. I sh- what what showed it to me this this trip with President Trump, you could you saw him there in uh, in the Chow Hall in the Chow Line, genuinely laughing and having a good time. This wasn't one of those fake TV laughs. The Kebbers weren't even on him. It was off in a corner. Somebody with a cell phone. You could see the president, President Trump. Oh yeah, genuinely having a good time with these soldiers and and, and just just you know breaking bread with them.
Oh yeah, you can see that he he generally loves the military, and I'm going to just lump it all together: law enforcement, yeah, all of our public know, for, servants, yeah, yeah, yeah. first responders. Because yep. I've seen the it, you know, even though he's you know not giving an interview, a camera is rolling, yeah, and he's on he's on the tarmac on yeah. the way to Air Force One, and the, es- the police escort, the motorcycles are sitting there just waiting, yeah. you know, as, yeah. as formation, and he all of a sudden, you know veers off to go shake hands you can see the secret service kind of scrambling yeah. like, oh he's doing yeah. it again we gotta yeah. cover him but he he's not gonna stop he's he'll gonna go over there he'll say it. he'll thing. say no they can wait i'm the president i want yeah. to get this picture let's get a picture uh-huh. yeah. you listen to arms room radio stick around we got more after the break The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. 
We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We uh, we're just trucking right along here. We got uh, we got you know stories. Earl and I sit here, and this happens every week to us, folks. We sit around and go, I don't know if it's going to cover it, man. I don't think I don't think we're going to. We don't have enough. Don't we don't have enough. Stories. And then we start getting down to you know the, about the the two thirds mark like we're sitting at now, and we're like, we we got to combine something. We yeah, got yeah, we got we, too we, many to talk about. Pass on this one. We got to combine that one. It's just uh, it's just not working out here. So we are we're gonna jump and we're gonna combine a couple of stories here. Although uh, uh, they're they're both very uh, related topics, so this this should work well for you. We're talking out of the same state. That's what we want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about the state of Virginia. Listen, uh, I'm not a big uh, you know one of those giant c- conspiracy theory guys. Uh, I mean, I think we all think there was. Oh, a, you've there was got a, stock in Reynolds wrap. You wear a tinfoil yeah, hat so a, much. I, I mean, I think we all think that there was a, uh, there was at least a, something more to just Lee Harvey Oswald shooting JFK. I think I think we all believe that. <laughs> I think I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say a, you know a shooter on a grassy knoll or Cubans and uh, CIA. And I'm I'm, uh-huh. not gonna, I'm just thinking that uh, that's a. Uh, that's it's it's too easy for for this one former whack job to to take the you know the the blame for it and and then get whacked himself and then they whack the whacker and rule you know was it the rule number one no, of a no loose ends yeah yeah exactly right. rule number one of assassination is kill the assassin right so yeah um well uh jumping back off of that I want to talk to you about Virginia the state of Virginia uh, we've talked to you about uh, what what has gone on in the state of Virginia uh, I was following the the polls, the same way I did uh, in uh, in November of of uh, sixteen, when uh, when President Trump got elected, um, watching the polls at each one because you could see which counties, which states, which regions you'd known from the past that all of a sudden did the whole oh look found ten thousand votes he won, um, and I still think that would have happened to Trump if he if it, if the margin had been closer, in uh, in some key states votes would have been found like they'd been found uh, the previous election. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. I was watching the polls, the live polls coming from each county in Virginia and went to bed comfortably knowing that the Republicans had kept the House uh, and, and their Senate there. Well, they call it the, what is it, the, they call it two different things, the delegates, House of Delegates and their, and their state Senate. Um, when I woke up in the morning, I got a good call from a good friend. He goes, no, they, they swept it. They took it the other way. I'm like, and I screenshotted everything I had, and they went back. The numbers changed. They went in the reverse direction. But, again, not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm just saying uh, the whole election was bought. Folks, if you don't understand that that election was bought by Bloomberg, funded and bought by Bloomberg, then you're kidding yourself. 
This is the state that he wants to prove that they can make a gun control happen, that he can come in and take away your firearms. And I can't help but think, Earl, this, this just strikes me when I think about it. This is the, this is the, the birthplace, the home of the father of our nation, yeah. uh, of, of George Washington himself. And this is, this is where it's going to happen. No, I, I never would have predicted that this would have happened in Virginia. Uh, well, what's going to happen, what I believe is going to happen, and this is what I want to talk to you about, um, that this is going to be the battleground for Second Amendment rights, for confiscation. This is going to be the battlegrounds because they're already talking. What's the one ridiculous thing that they want to do first off with training? Yeah, they want to make uh, firearms training an illegal paramilitary activity. They want to go even so far as uh, I'm going to lump them all together of outlawing martial arts. Yes. Yeah. Paramilitary training. Um, so if you go to get a concealed weapons permit, by the way, Virginia is a shall issue state. That's thanks to Virginia Citizens Defense League and the president of the organization, Phil Van Cleve, up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got that done a few years back. Um, that That's going to be gone soon. They'll get that reversed. The, you know, the, the legislature and the governor, governor now will, will now reverse that. So you're going to end up with back to a May issue state, which is going to be a uh, May not yeah. rather than May. Mm-hmm. So they're they're going to uh, they're going to lose that. Um, I would have thought that this was going to be happen in uh, in New Jersey. You know, that something yeah. was going to happen with the New Jersey or with New the York. cops in New Jersey or New York or in California. Yeah, where we've already seen some levels of confiscation with the red flag laws or Chicago. Yes, exactly. I, I would have thought that's it, but you have right now. And this is rolling. This is rolling through the state house. This is rolling through the governor's office. You have, and and, and it's and it's rolling from Bloomberg's office. Yeah, uh, you're getting every anti-gun law possible. You're going to see every gun seizure, confiscation, registration, assault weapons ban, magazine weapons ban. You're going to see all of this. Now, there's. I forget the number. I think there's something like 133 ind- counties or independent cities in Virginia. Now, many there's there's a bunch of cities along the coast, down around the Norfolk area, that are not part of it. They're just cities and not part of a county. That's when you when you hear, like like if I were to say to you, listen, Orlando's part of Orange County, you know, or uh, um, Miami is part of Dade County. In Virginia, there's many cities like that that are not part of a county. They're independent cities. So. Alexandria is one of them also. Yeah. It's an independent city, not subject to anything in the county. Um, so there's 133 separate entities there. I think at last count, from what I saw two days ago, 45 of them already have said and gone and, and, and declared it and made the declaration and had the votes. They have become Second Amendment sanctuary cities. Yeah. Now, for the most part, we've talked about this, that's symbolic. But what it, it does mean is that the county and the sheriff when the state comes down and says, we want this done, they're going to say, mm. uh, sorry, I'm going to a tunnel. I, I can't, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm going into it. I can't, you know, I'm in an elevator right now. That's what you're going to get from them. They're not going to help. They're not going to help at all. And here's what this does though for the gun owner. This tells the gun owner, wait a second. This is not just me against the state government. This is me. This is my community. This is my local representatives against a tyrannical state government. Yeah, exactly. 
This is me. This is my neighbors in the next county. The county, the neighbors in the next county. Listen, you want to be in the city over there and give up your rights because you don't hunt, you don't fish, you don't choose to protect your family from crime or tyranny. You, you can give up that right. That's yeah. fine. Don't call me when, it, when it's time to defend Ooh, yourself, though. Uh-uh. Um, but, but you know, you want to give up those rights, you give up those rights. The rest of us here in God's country, you know, and you know that we, we believe in uh, the rights that were given to us by our creator. Mm-hmm. I believe in protecting my family, I believe in protecting my neighbors if they choose to, you know, want to be protected with, with me as part of my family. Well, guess what? You're not getting our guns. And I'm telling you, it's going to start. What we've, what we've said and thought was going to start in other parts of the country is going to start in Virginia. You're going to see it. And I think you'll see it before the election. Uh, you know, this is, this is what it's come down to. You know, we, we all thought getting the Republican president in office would be enough, but they, they refuse to let this guy govern. Oh, yeah. You know, they continue to fight. Bloomberg, you listen, you think Bloomberg wants to be president of the United States? No. You know what he wants to do right now? He wants to be a thorn in the president's side. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, that's the thing is everybody running for election right now, you know, we're, see, we're seeing the debates. They're not debating on how they can better society slash our country. They want to destroy the current president in charge. Yeah. That's, that's, that's their only goal is to get him out of office. Yeah. And I've heard, I don't remember which talking head I was listening to. There, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a, uh, one of our, Elected officials, again, you know, he's got a he's got a D by his name. He, you know, pretty much said, I, I, I want to quote him, but I can't remember his exact words. Right. But we've got to we've got to impeach him, otherwise he's going to be be reelected. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, okay. That was yeah. right. That was Al Green. Out of, Al Green out of Texas was yeah. it, Earl? I think yeah. it was Al Green out of Texas. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's you're exactly right. So yeah. That yeah. that yeah. tells you right there, they don't care about you and me. No. They're no. not worried about making sure. You know, uh, better economy, yep. uh, better medicine, uh, you know, I, everything that, that we want, you know, security for our country, prosperity for our country. Yeah. No, they want to get rid of the president we have in this country right now. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's their only concern. Yep. Listen, folks, we tell you every time, listen, uh, you know, you see what's going on in Virginia, you see what's going on in other states, never thought what happened in Virginia. Listen, you happen to be in a, in a great state like Florida, Texas, or Georgia, and you think it's gonna, not going to happen to you, look what's going on. Yeah. The guy's throwing billions of dollars around, winning elections, and he's trying to take your guns. Well, guess what? He's not coming to your door. He's not coming to your door. He's going to send other people to do it. Yeah, he's going to send his armed, secure, armed details. Yeah. So, so get active now. Get active now. And I know we can't fight that billions, but you know what you can do? You can, you can get ready and you can stay ready. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, the time's going to come where somebody's going to come to your door and they're going to say, we're here for your guns. You don't think it's going to happen? Look at California. Look at Massachusetts. Look at New Jersey. Look at New York. It's happening now. It's already happened in New York on a standard capacity magazine. Yeah. They surrounded the guy's house. Stick around, folks. We'll be back after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. 
It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Lance Corporal Jonathan A. Taylor died December 1, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Taylor, 22, of Jacksonville, Florida, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 2nd Marine Regiment, 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. He was killed in action in the Hillman Province, Garzmir District, Afghanistan, while supporting combat operations. Taylor started talking about joining the Marine Corps when he was just 11 years old. At 13, he wasn't quite old enough, so he joined the Navy Sea Cadet Corps. He was highly motivated, said Lieutenant Commander June Tillett, who mentored Taylor in the program. I've gone through thousands of cadets, and he was in my top five, she said. I feel like I've lost a son. Taylor graduated from Wilson High School and attended the Citadel a military college in South Carolina before enlisting after a year there. Marine Lance Corporal Jonathan A. Taylor, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 
or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Hey, uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, just listen, you know that Kevin's not here with us, but if, folks, if you have anything you need legally done, anything you want done, uh, if it's up not in the uh, in the Florida area, uh, I believe he practices in Georgia also, uh, you know, you hear him say it all the time, he can help you find the right attorney for what you need. So yeah. uh, you got his number. Uh, listen, it's, it's in my phone. I don't have it memorized. Uh, it's it's I just I just do the, hey, Siri, call Max Law Orlando. So look up maxlaworlando.com if you need him, and he's there for you. Hey, on the line with this, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of uh, Arms Room Radio. Uh, please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, Mike, how are you doing today? Doing all right, sir. Doing all right. I know uh, we, we missed Bill. each other last couple of weeks. You had uh, you had some things you were going on there. I think you were, I, listen, I, I, from what I understand, it was both times it was people losing their freedom one time was somebody going to jail and another time was somebody getting married so yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> either way either way there were there were uh there was jewelry involved uh there was the you know the 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 uh, taking away of certain rights and privileges yeah, there you go yeah uh, yep. but you know one was willingly entered into uh the other one not so much yeah yeah and the other one uh you know the the, the wife promised him a good life you know so yeah, exactly <laughs> you know happy, happy wife happy life there you go right. exactly right so that's what i'm told that's yeah yeah told. yeah yeah exactly exactly uh so uh so how are things in the in the world of law enforcement this week uh it, they are they're uh going well uh no complaints i am on vacation currently i am uh, you know her you love her uh Private Callista. I'm up here in uh, Fort Eustis, Virginia. Very nice. Um, yeah, you know, so uh, see, visiting visiting the soldier, uh, enjoying Thanksgiving holiday with her this year. So, although when I did post on social media that I was visiting my my favorite soldier, you did pipe up. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, you're coming to see me. Yep, I did. I did. I said, oh, you're coming to see me. Yeah. Okay, maybe your second favorite. Soldier. All right. All right. All right. Second, Second favorite. All right. Second favorite. There you go. <laughs> but uh, no, listen. Uh, you know, let's, we we talk about you know woke society and yeah. you know our college campuses are woke. Uh, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> and uh, let's jump on. You, you, you know what I, I love to do? We'll jump on the old Google Earth there, and let's go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. And the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. Uh, and this is surprising because you think. You know, in the deep south, you wouldn't run into some bastions of liberalism, but right, right. Uh, we we do in this case. And there's been a coalition of students, staff, and faculty that are on a crusade, uh, and they they name themselves the Coalition to Remove John Bogdan. Now, for those of you who don't know, John Bogdan is the head of uh, he, he's the vice chancellor, head of campus security there. Uh, at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Well, now, now hold on. If this, uh, I can see if this was just students. You know, this would be a this would be just a bunch of wacky kids that uh, were told what to do. But you got staff and faculty there, so th- that means this guy must be pretty bad. If you've got everybody against him, he must well, have done something know, horrible. Know, allegedly, you know, allegedly there's staff and and faculty involved. Because, okay. You know, much like in FIFA, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we're going to wear masks when we right. protest. Right. Um, right. But we demand. You know, transparency. <laughs> uh, so, those of you who don't know uh, 
John Boggan. Uh, John Boggan retired 34 years, United States Army, retired as a full bull uh, colonel, uh, two bronze stars, served in combat. Um, but where, you know, they get upset is that at one point in time, he was in charge of the detainee center uh, at Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, where, you know, I don't know, some of the world's worst terrorists uh, were held and are held to this day. Off with um, his head. Clearly, clearly a bad guy. Off with his head. Right, right. So, you know, I mean, if you want somebody that is going to be able to secure a facility and understand how to run a large, oh, I don't know, college campus <laughs> and keep people safe, yeah. you know, I think this guy may fit the qualifications. So, Major um, Bill, you're saying he's experienced. Yes, he's, okay. he's gone. Okay, he's gone around or two with the bad guy. <laughs> as far as I'm uh, concerned, he's got the job. Yep. Right. Well, and you know what? University of North Carolina, Charlotte thought. You know what? They thought the same thing. You know, let's hire this guy. So they hired him on uh, at at the beginning of the year. And for those of you, let's go back to April of this year. They had a, a unfortunate tragedy at. The, the Charlotte campus where they had an active shooter. They had some the people that were, that were shot and wounded and some people that were killed. And we also had a hero, uh, that ran towards the gunfire. Yep. I mean, you saw the videos of the Charlotte, you know, the campus police running towards the gunfire yep. as all these woke, uh, students are running away. Yep. Um, although the, you had some students that ran towards, towards it as well. One of them being an ROTC student. Oh, I don't know. Army, uh, you know, the, the going in there to go and protect and cut down on the loss of life that happened there. But these coalition of students feel that Mr. Bogdan should be removed because by virtue of him being on campus, they don't feel safe. Um, <laughs> well, when you have the warden of Guantanamo and somebody who uh, has blatant disregard for human rights, that they don't feel safe and they're scared with him on campus and that they call that he should be immediately fired, or if he had any self-integrity, he had any integrity or any honor, that he would resign. Um, I want to buy him a beer. Always, yeah, well, I want to let him buy me a beer. I'll, I'll, okay. Like, well, I'll, I'll buy him more than a beer. Yeah. You know, I'll buy him a six pack. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, with everything that he's done. But you know, they said he has a blatant disregard uh, for the human rights and for people of color on our campus. Uh, but, but so was this? Did I miss something about Guantanamo? Was were there African Americans there held for no reason, or were these terrorists? <laughs> well, they they were terrorists, and they said because they have people on campus who are Muslim that are North African, and they are minorities that because oh, you oh, have so they're, they're people of color now, right? Oh, I thought they were people of Muslim faith. I don't, I don't know. I don't well, know. Whatever. Anyway, so, you know, they posted on Twitter. On, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, we do not feel safe with an accused human rights violator on our campus. We do not feel safe with the warden of Guantanamo on our campus. We are concerned. We are scared, and we do not feel safe. I think we should um, go there, and we should give these students. We should give them plenty of human rights and human lefts, and maybe some human uppercuts. You know, <laughs> and just and we just we just take well, care what of it. I want to know Jabs. What did he? What human rights did he violate? I, I, I can't find anything in there. You know, all they're saying there that Amnesty International and the ACLU and other organizations have said that, you know, 
acts of, of violation of human rights uh, occurred at Guantanamo. They are prisoners of war. They are terrorists. How dare you what? provide for our safety and security here at the campus by making us safe and secure? Right. How dare we, you? We, we don't want yeah, that. Exactly. You yeah. know. And Mike, you, you're a commission officer in the military. What's one of the greatest privileges you have? To lead people. Lead, leading, leading, leading. Leader of men, and, leader of women, leader of soldiers. It's, yeah, it's and amazing. That's what, yep. you know, that, that's, that's what he says his yep. greatest accomplishment in life has been. Yep. And the fact that he continues to provide that safety and security uh, for the campus, that's that he, he's it. not going to resign. Thank you. He shouldn't. Major Bill, thank you again for joining us, and have, uh, please be safe. Always call my brothers and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go home at the end of your ship. You're listening to Armstrong Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com.
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Final, final segment of the program. Already? Final segment. Yeah, it just comes around every time. Oh, and then you, again, once again, we said a couple segments ago, you and I sitting here going, well, which one? We got to pick one. Uh-huh. We got three or four stories. We got to pick one left. So uh, we've decided to give you a, you know, I want, I want to talk to you. We want to talk to you about the, the attack in London. Now, listen, the, the details, you know, you know, we're not looking to, to go into. You can go to any of the, uh, the fake news or find you a legitimate news site, which would probably be outside this country. You know, go to go to BBC yeah. or something like that, uh, and 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 take a look there. But um, once again, you have another uh, another knife attack there in uh, in in London. Um, this was, I believe, on the two year anniversary of the of the last big large knife attack we have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have that. It might I might have that date wrong. It might be might be you know a year, not two years. But um, this was over uh, you know against the against the London Bridge and uh, this 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 guy who, who by the way. Is uh, they 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 find out he's a, he's a terrorist. He's there uh, to uh, to stop this because of what uh, what happened. Um, you know he's 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 there. There's people that are doing a remembrance, and he's there to terrorize them again because they're remembering a previous terror incident where innocent people got killed. So he comes to terrorize the rememberers. Right. So so he uh he goes over there with the knife attack, and I think the last uh, the the last uh, number I saw was seven. Wounded, two were two of them were killed. Okay, so that's seven total. So I guess five, seven were wounded, two ended up eventually uh, passing away. W- was this a uh, was this a knife or was this a machete? This was a knife. Okay, this was a knife. I, I was, I, I've heard something in the news. I don't remember all the details of uh, that. There was a machete attack. Okay, somewhere overseas. Maybe this is what the, maybe this is what that was. So all they're all they're calling it on here is a knife attack in this news story. Machete is a knife. it's a very large big, uh, knife. knife. Yep, exactly right. Um, and uh, they're calling the uh, the people that uh, that helped stop the attack uh, uh, heroes. Well, you, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I, of course. I, I will put, I will gladly uh, agree to that classification yeah. of any civilian, actually, regardless of whether they've had any type of training or not. Right. Uh, you know, if 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 they're not wearing a badge or in that uniform, that right. profession, yeah, they're they're a hero. You've heard the, you hear it all the time, and you'll see this a lot in Europe. You see the run hide tail, um, which was changed in some changed in some circumstances to uh, to run hide fight, um, and uh, we know it better now as uh, what 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 we teach here uh, is uh, avoidance awareness. Uh, excuse me, uh, um, uh, yeah, avoidance awareness arm and attack, avoidance awareness yeah. arm and attack. Because they used uh, to, you know studying statistics, they yeah. used to say just you know. Go along with you know in a situation yeah. of a of a uh, uh, hijacking, hijacking yeah. and or a, a mugging or something. Yeah. Like, you know, give them what yeah. they want. Just cooperate. Yeah. Give them what they want. Yeah. You'll survive. Right. Well, people were giving them what they wanted. Right. And then they were killing witnesses. Yeah. So yeah. they started looking at statistics of more 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 than likely they're going to shoot you anyway. Right. So as soon as it happens, you start fighting. You know it as maximum effort as you can yeah. sustain, whether it's just physically or, yeah. you know, if you've got tools and equipment, right. bring it. Well, two of these, uh, these heroes there, they chose to fight back. Now, now I, listen, I, one of them is a great tool. One of them's a little, uh, 
a little unique. Yes, that, that, this one is awesome. I, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you the first one. The guy got a fire extinguisher. Uh-huh. If you've never, depending on the type of fire extinguisher you have, it's either a dry chemical or it's a you know it's a it's a cold chemical, uh, and it's going to blind you either way if you put it in somebody's face, at least temporarily. Uh, the chemical may do more permanent damage, but it's going to put up a smoke cloud. It's going. It's going to. It's, it's got a number of positive things it can do to deter an attack. The other one, on the other hand, Earl, I'll let you handle this one. I was to say with, with with the you you mentioned the actual chemical of using the fire extinguisher yep. as an extinguisher yep. at bare minimum it's a three to five pound hunk of metal oh yeah with yeah, a handle exactly. on you're right you're right you're right but this one i love this guy this guy is the perfect example of making do of what he can find in, yeah. in his surroundings he was in the fishmongers hall he grabbed a five foot narwhal tusk off the wall and went to go go to town. Listen, for those of you that don't know what a narwhal is, that's a it's, whale. It's a whale with it's a unicorn a, horn yeah. under the sea. That's, it's on that, the top of its head. Uh huh. This guy. It's, it's actually an extended tooth. All right. Either way. But yeah. Yeah. This Just guy getting is, technical. I, I watched too much National Geographic. He is the MacGyver and Mr. T of uh, knife fighting weapons right now. I've, I've Nobody could top him. I've what got do a you five use foot to, natural spear. Yeah, yeah. What do you use at a knife fight? A narwhal tusk. <laughs> I can't wait to have Kevin back to ask him why he didn't pull out a narwhal tusk in the knife fight that he got into. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that's what was it? Uh, I can't remember now. You know, don't be afraid to pick something up wherever you're at. I mean, I, yeah. if, if need be, I mean, I've got a, you know, I've got a particular laptop in front of me. It's you know, two to three pounds of so, a piece of metal. Yeah, it's probably not going to surf the internet well, but if I have to deck somebody over the head with it, yep. I'm decking them. Arm yourself and attack. Listen, I hit a dude with a dude. All right. Oh, you know, if, yeah. I have, if I have to. Yeah. Right? All right. You ever been so mad you hit a dude with a dude? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's. No, not yet. I would get not that. Yet. I haven't been mad enough to hit a dude with a cactus yet. Hit a dude, oh, with a cactus? Oh, you yeah, hit a dude with a cactus. Yeah, we all yeah. seen that photo. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While wearing a, a life preserver <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Yeah. That's, that's, you got to be. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, um, the, do you know how they eventually stopped this terrorist? No. The police shot him. Wow. Armed police. The police shot him. Yeah. And not all the police over there are armed. We know that the police shot and killed him. Guess what? The individuals there in the city of the seven that were stabbed, two of which died, were not able to do defend themselves, defend themselves because Firearms have been gone for a generation there now. They're gone. So the whole generation there is now without firearms. Well, fire not not having them is a good thing. Well, guess what? Guess what they're learning now? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of handy yeah, to have around. Maybe not so much. Yeah, maybe not so much. They're facing now from their mayor in London, knife regulation. Earl, how do you, how do you, how do you regulate something that you use to cut your steak at night? Uh, you, you don't cut a steak. You know, you, they're going to figure something else out. They're going to end up with rules oh. like we went through with Heller and McDonald to whether a firearm could be used outside the home. They're going to end up with court cases that ask, can you take a knife outside the home? Yeah. You know, do I have to fill out paperwork when ordering a steak? Yes. So they can bring me a knife and fork? If, listen, there's no way for about it. These, the, these individuals, the, the citizens, well, you know what? They're subjects now. The subjects of the crown in England have had their firearms taken away. You want to know why they're subjects? Because they cannot provide for their own defense. 
obviously the government's not providing for their own defense because eh, we took away all the guns and now people are dying from knife attacks, bomb attacks. Oh, by the way, this listen, the terrorist, I don't want to make it like this guy is not a good guy. He had a fake bomb around his chest and everything. Oh, yeah. So these heroes that went up to the guy, you know, they did they did a good job. Yeah. I found something, you know, it this is true. It's cliche. I found something online. Uh, but we will never create enough laws to control evil. Evil does not obey laws. Exactly right. Exactly and when, right. when are we going to get our elected officials? I, you know, notice I'm I'm not saying our leaders, right? Our elected officials yeah. or representatives, yeah. to realize this. You know, okay, you know, we've we've got to do something. Okay, we'll make a law. Uh, yet yeah, yeah. criminals don't care about the law. Yeah, we'll make another law that says don't break the law. So they don't break the law again. Yeah, you know we've we've got a we've got to outlaw AR-15s. Uh, isn't murder already illegal? Murder, murder is yeah. illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Listen, folks, uh, we want to thank you again for joining us this week. This uh, this this fine Thanksgiving week. I uh, hope you had a great turkey day. I hope you're still uh, having some flaming turkey wings or whatever oh, it happens yeah. to gotta be en- right now. Got to enjoy the leftovers. Oh boy, yeah, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, I want to thank. Uh, uh, Major Bill for calling in this week. Uh, you know, with the with the with Private Callista up there in the army. Oh yeah, so one, one of my favorite soldiers ever. And uh, and then of course uh, Chad from uh, Next Level Training and Green Star Tactical, GreenStarTactical.com and NextLevelTraining.com. Uh, listen, Chad's got some training going on. You want you want you mm-hmm. up there in Wisconsin and you want to get your uh, you want to get your gun on. You want to get you want to get your groove on. Do some training with Chad. GreenStarTactical.com. I'm gonna wait till it comes down here. It's too cold up there. Oh, it is too cold. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't want to touch uh-huh. it. I don't t- you touch you touch the gun right now in the cold like oh, that. Oh, that's cold. Get, you never oh. get your hands off it. Uh-uh. It's stuck to your hands. Yeah, I'm not licking it. No, 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 definitely not. Bring me some. Bring me some. Bring me the warm water. Bring me the warm water. Hey, uh, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.